Before we get to Switch Flicks, I just want to remind you guys of my new podcast, Freedom of Peach. Uh, it's a comedy podcast where we discuss things like getting a happy ending at a massage place or an Islamic exorcism. It's funny, it's informative, I think you're going to have an excellent time. You can find the podcast at your favorite podcatcher, just search for Freedom of Peach or just click on the link in the description. Thank you for listening. Let's get back to Switchflix. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Switchflix, the podcast yes. where we love and hate movies at the same time. I'm your host, Omar, and I'm here with my favorite disappointed Chinese father. Hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. How's it going? You know, uh, my ex, she was from China. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, not the country. She was a porcelain doll that I call Zhao Mei. Yeah, yeah that, that's China. She's from. No. Uh, she was. That's terrible. Hey, Sam, terrible. That's, that's, maybe that might take the prize for the worst joke that you've ever told on this show. I feel like you've done much better in the past. Okay, it's let's por- try one more. Let's How about again. one more? How about one more? Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe something about. Yeah, I got. I got to think of one. Take out. Okay, go, go, go. All right, here we go. I'm your yeah. host Omar, and I'm here with my favorite disappointed Chinese father, Haysam. Haysam, how's it going? You know, the real <laughs> legend of the Ten Rings oh. is why my girlfriend never picks up when I call her. Because of ten what? Rings. Because I call her. Oh. And she, she doesn't pick up. Because of it rings ten times. Okay, let's move on. Okay. The ru- oh, we're moving on. That that was that was such a valiant effort that like I feel like it's good. We're 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 good here. Thank you. The rules of the podcast are simple. Hi, Sam and I review something. One of us will have to love it. One of us will have to hate it. And who does what will be determined by the flip of a coin. The coin of fate? The coin of fate? Was that a racist Chinese accent? Not even. What do you think a Chinese accent sounds like? How is that even close to a Chinese accent? The catch is that at any point in our debate, we can use the switch to change positions. So if you loved it, you now hate it. And if you hated it, you now love it. Spoilers as always. Today, we are reviewing Shang-Chi or... Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Are you ready with the, the, the synopsis that I sent you? Let us begin with our patented one breast synopsis, which I am absolutely not going to do in a Chinese accent. <laughs> why, would, why would you assume that I would ask you to do it in a Chinese accent? You will absolutely ask me to do it in a Chinese accent and like, that's just not going to fly. That's not going to fly. I was actually going to say, do it in a German accent. But, uh, <laughs> what, what? <laughs> you know what they say, Germans are the Chinese of Europe. Right, right. That why, why would they even say that? What, what makes Germans the Chinese of Europe? The accent. 
Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is a 2021 American superhero film based on Marvel Comics featuring the character Shang-Chi. It's the 25th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. In the film, the evil warlord, the Mandarin, uses the power of the magical Ten Rings bestowed upon him to conquer civilizations, but all that changes when he falls in love. He eventually starts a family and has a son, Shang-Chi, but the family is torn apart by tragedy and Shang-Chi runs away to start a new life. Years later, he is forced to confront his past when his father Wen Wu draws Shang-Chi and his sister Yaling into its search for a mythical village. Shang-Chi is the Marvel's, Marvel's first film with an Asian lead. Ooh. Mm. Okay. You wrote the Marvel's first film. That was a pretty short film. one. I went, I went pretty easy on you. Uh, I would like you to redo it, but oh. replace all the R's with L's and all the L's with R's. I'm going to try it. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Shang-Chi and the Regent of the Ten Rings is a 2021 American superhero film based on Marvel comics featuring the character Shang-Chi. It's the 25th film of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. In the e- film, the Ever warlord, the Mandolin, uses the power of the magical Ten Rings bestowed upon him to conquer civil- civilizations. But all that changes when he falls in love. He eventually- Why don't you just tell me to do it in Chinese accent? What? what? I, I might just, have tricked you into doing it. You just tricked <laughs> me into trying to do it. <laughs> My evil plan you tricked worked. tricked me into trying to do it in a Chinese accent, you bastard. I am now about to flip the coin of fate. If it lands on heads, you have to love Shang-Chi. If it lands on tails, you have to hate it. Here goes nothing. Heads, you love, love Shang-Chi. Yeah. Here we go. Whip, 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 whip. Action, comedy, a little kind of romance, maybe, special effects, and lots of very respectable and respectful cultural references. Shang-Chi is the first film of Marvel's Phase 4, and it has come in like a kick to the teeth. I couldn't be more happy. This is such a great way to start Marvel's new phase. I'm so glad we watched uh, we watched Shang-Chi. I'm so glad it's actually become a part of the new, uh, the, the, this phase of the Marvel Universe. Couldn't have been a better um, entry into phase four. I think that Marvel needs to quit. Marvel needs to stop. Endgame should have been the last movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're just repeating themselves. They're just doing the same thing over and over again. We don't need to see this money-making machine of a movie. Uh, Marvel needs to stop. Shang-Chi, been there, done that, seen that, boring. I feel like you're just jealous. I feel like you wish that you had Simu Liu's bodacious bod. And I feel like you wish that your father was actually uh, an evil warlord, mastermind of, of, yes. of thousands of years of, of, of uh, you know, masterminding. Yes. And uh, I think it's purely out of a sense of that entitlement and jealousy and really a kind of superiority complex, you know, because wow. you Indians, you always think you're better than the Chinese. <laughs> I think that's where this this hatred comes from, and I really think you need to check yourself because we're living in an you know era what this now. Movie is? This movie is a fake Chinese version <laughs> of the real Marvel movies. You know, it's yeah. no quality. Oh, okay, like it, like it, like a knockoff. That's what it is. Is that what like it is? a knockoff? It's a well, knockoff you know of all. 
When 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 when, Ch- when, when Marvel movies. makes an Indian Marvel movie, then maybe you could come in. Because Matt, what would that look like? What would an Indian Marvel movie look like exactly? You know, it would look amazing. Hanuman, okay, Hanuman it is the. <laughs> Yeah, he's the monkey I, god. Okay, he, the name already has man in it. Ma, it man. man. Okay, man. I would love to see. Why? Why can't we have that? <laughs> wow, you are so disrespecting uh, my not religion because I'm not Hindu, but disrespecting it anyway. Okay, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that you know this is a step in the right direction. So when you. <laughs> Uh, the here's the thing, okay? Marvel. It took them 25 films to have their first Asian superhero, and they expect us to pat us, pat them in the back, and go like, "Oh, look, what a great job! How forward-thinking that you finally have a Asian superhero, right? Like they are. That's ridiculous. They should have been doing this from the start. They're Mandarin breaking ground. Sense. Look, you had, you had, you had, you know, you had the first black superhero. Uh, uh, with with Black Panther, and that did so well at the box office. It helped to open yeah, up the exactly. gates. It helped to open up the gates to say, you know no. what? Yes, let us go further. Let us represent more cultures around the world. Let us go so with- that we make more money. That is, but that's not, that, it's an that industry. So- it's an industry. What do you expect them to be? What are they? Are, you wow. know, they, they are. Wow. They, it's a Humanity. film industry. Is an industry that is, <laughs> you know, you know it is thinking cinema. like it is this kind of thinking. Okay, really? this is the kind of thinking that's holding us back. You with your corporate advertising <laughs> job. Okay, all you care about is the industry and all about the money. What about the people? <laughs> You're the one who okay? keeps mentioning box office grosses. You're the one who's literally on groups. And I'm, I'm telling our audiences, yeah. you're literally on groups where you guess what the box office uh, cum uh, is going to be for different movies and you yeah. win prizes and you won a prize for guessing the, the three top grossing movies last year. So don't talk to me okay. about that. Yeah, right. But I'm also on groups where I, you know... Uh, rate humanity and different cultures really? and say which ones are what? better than others. What? Okay, so those are so, those you know, are, that sounds it's, very it's a, much like a white nationalist group. To be honest, you rate humanity and you compare cultures. And, well, okay, yes, okay. So there is <laughs> I, I don't some know form right. of slave trade going on here, right? But let's talk about uh, the lead of this. Movie. Okay, see uh, He is so likable uh, as an actor. Switch. Uh, he. He is such, he's so wooden uh, in terms of his body. It's ah, like hard okay. wood. Right, right, okay. Right. Beautiful body. Oh, really? Uh, Tell me abs. more. Tell me more. Uh, Describe shoulders, his body. Describe right? it in detail. And, and I, I think what the greatest thing about this film is the fact that he is a real martial artist. And you get to see some of the amazing martial arts choreography. This movie has hands down the best action in any Marvel movie. Super realistic, super realistic, right? Very realistic. Is that what you're going to say? It's a superhero movie. Why would you want it to be realistic? But I mean, you're saying like real. Yeah. It's a mix of real with the mystical, which is a tradition in Chinese uh-huh. films. <laughs> right. So like when, when they're fighting on a bus and then the bus gets torn in half and then he's like flying in and out of the bus and jumping in and inside it and outside it. And there's a guy with like a, a, a razor blade yeah. sticking out of his arm. That's very traditional Chinese, uh, Chinese martial arts. It's a, it's, 
It is. He's doing so much great gymnastic, martial arts, fighting, that fight sequence. The fight sequence in the beginning with the legend that is Tony uh, Leung, uh, who is the bad guy in this movie, who plays the father. He's such an amazing actor. Uh, the fight sequence there that's reminiscent of Crouching Look, Tiger, Hidden the, Dragon. The, the only reason Superb. that Simu Liu was cast for this film is because he has a large following on Twitter. That's it. Okay. Could have been anybody. You think he's the only guy who knows some martial arts? Come on. He's got a big Twitter hey. following. And this is the problem with the way that films are made these days. Okay. They don't cast for talent. They cast for clout. All right. Who has some snarky comebacks and who can say stuff that makes waves and, and, and quips and put up memes. Those are the people that get cast in Marvel movies. That's why I have not been cast yet because I don't put up no. memes and quips. How many, how many, how many Twitter all followers of them. do you have? I've, uh, all, all of them. You know, I have to tell you, this is absolutely not true. One, you know, like just a few years ago, he was nothing but a stock foot, like stock, for, like stock photo model. That's what he was doing. This movie is his big break. Not only that, right, but also, uh, the Chinese government doesn't like him. So if this was about the money, about the people, then they wouldn't have cast him because this movie can't release in China anymore, which is the second biggest box office place. So that argument makes no sense. They that was first of all that was a revelation. That was a revelation that happened much later on that the Chinese government discovered that he had once said something mildly critical of the Chinese government in terms of Hong Kong. That was not something that had been known at all until well after the movie's release. So no, that is not an argument that you can make. You, know, you cannot prey on the ignorance of any potential listeners and not knowing that context. Uh, that's not, okay, you no, sound they, like the Chinese I, I, government right now. You are just trying. I am certain. Oh, I am certain that Disney does their research. They do their research. Oh. They do their background checks. They, they knew about yeah. this tweet, yeah. but they didn't care. As right. a matter of fact, they did it on purpose because they wanted to show I, the, China. What? That this this what? is Disney. What are you talking this about? is Disney making a political statement, wow, saying really? that you can't have concentration camps for Muslims. Switch. Saying that you know. You know, you need to have concentration camps for Muslims. <laughs> Muslims have a hard time. Muslims have a hard time focusing. Oh, no. And we really oh. need to be learned oh. to concentrate. Oh. Okay? So that we okay. can make better in the world. Make better. Uh, right. And... Yeah, yeah, make better. Make See, better. The, I couldn't, con couldn't focus concentrate. It's because you need a concentration <laughs> camp to concentrate. That's why. Uh, I yeah. get it now. I understand 100%. what you mean. You know... The other problem with his character, let's talk about his character also. His character in the beginning of the movie, they set up kind of a character arc for him where he's kind of like this slacker guy. And then once the first act is over, they completely forget about it. And he is just so boring. He loses all his charisma. Uh, he's first just of all, how dare you call him boring? Face. The guy is a Canadian treasure. Toronto gem. All right. And as a oh. fellow Canadian, yeah. all right, yeah. I am insulted directly by you. I am taking what you're saying as a personal insult and a personal slight. And uh, and, and right. I don't appreciate it because Simu Liu uh, is 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 representing, you know, all that is best about Canada. He's he's good looking. All right. You know, Canadians are good looking. He's smart. 
you know, generally Canadians are smart. He's, he's very, he's very, uh, you know, uh, humble. Uh, he's very nice. He says, thank you a lot. Um, I, and he kicks ass at martial arts, just like all Canadians. You, you know, who else? Uh, let's talk about some of the side characters in this movie. Uh, for example, uh, you know, what's her name? Arwa Masafi. She's not uh, <laughs> Arwa <laughs> okay. and Masafi. Uh, what uh, what other brand names? Uh, by do you Dubai, know? I don't know, right? So, Evian, Evian? whatever her freaking name is. Okay, so it's Aquafina, okay. all right? She, Aquafina, I have, and she's super cool. Enough, enough of her. Like I've seen her now in so many movies playing the same character. I am so bored. Stop casting her uh, in movies. I haven't I haven't seen her in nearly enough movies. I find her raspy voice to be extremely uh you know uh right. likable. I find her brand of humor to be very uh you know easy on e- easy to listen to, you know? And and I feel like what I love about her is that she doesn't she doesn't come across as being this traditional female sidekick who's supposed to look a certain way and act a certain way. She's really cool. She she's smart, she's light on her feet, and she she does a great job of supporting Simul Yu throughout the film. Couldn't have been cast uh, better, that's honestly. That's like, you know, her casting uh, is money down the drain like water in a shower. Ah, uh, you know, let's right. talk about what is the worst part uh-huh. of this movie, by the way. The final act. Uh, this final act that is a massive CGI blur of who knows what the hell is going on. Uh, there are like this... Well, first of all, we've already determined that you as a Muslim cannot concentrate and therefore you've lost the ability yes. to concentrate, right? <laughs> because I come from a mixed background, you know, my, my dad's Muslim, my mom's Christian, therefore I have some concentration yes. that you lack, right? So I was able to focus on the flying monster things and the dragon things and the, you know, the, 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 the dragon scale armor and all of that stuff, you know, it all made perfect sense to me. You know, it's, it was, it was just the fact is that you cannot look at the third act without appreciating the first two. Right now, you're taking what? the easy route, all right? You're jumping to the third act because it's easy yeah. to criticize. It's easy to criticize because it's, it's always a common criticism to say, oh, Marvel movies in the third act. You're hiding behind that argument. Instead of looking at the first two acts, which are amazing setup with amazing yeah. martial arts and like an incredible globe trotting story taking uh d- t- taking you know hints from uh, famous uh, yeah. martial arts movies like crouching tiger hidden dragon and you know uh, different uh, um uh you Listen, know what's it called I've, um diff- different martial arts movies of the I 80s have heard as well this, you know it was this a lot argument of fun. didn't work when i made it to with my girlfriend when i said it's about how you start not about how you finish uh, and it's not gonna work for this movie. And the ending matters. Uh, and yeah, it is the thing that you leave with. It is how you finish, wrap up this whole story, and the ending completely ruins this film. What was going on? How? How would it ruin the film? You're talking about, you're taking a character. Okay, you're taking a classic father-son narrative. Right. The, the son 
uh, rebels against the father and he goes off into the world. The father somehow finds a way to bring him back. And there's this conflict between the father and the son. And that's what it builds up to. There's a battle between the father and the son where essentially it's a dance for control over the 10 rings. One of them is... Has gone too far. His father's gone too far. He's gone past the mo- past the edge of reason, where he is driven so uh, um, almost, uh, you know, uh, um, almost unreasonably by his by his sense of loss that he's trying to do something which could destroy the world just to get his his wife back who had, who had died. And his son sees clearly. He's trying to stop his father from doing it. And then the last moments when his father is being consumed. By by the the evil force that he's unleashed, he looks at his son straight in the eyes and he releases the rest of the rings and gives them to him in a gesture that just that 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 just that was just heartbreaking. And if you didn't cry in that moment, then you are made of Switch. stone, my friend. Switch. You are made of stone. And I was clearly made of stone because I mean, you know, I shed not a tear. Uh, I am famously known yes. for being callous. <laughs> But in this case, uh, I felt like it was uh, a completely uh, fabricated uh, little moment of, you know, trying to make you feel bad for someone who was literally about to destroy Uh, the entire planet. Yeah, I just I didn't understand why you had to end up with a CGI, you know, fight as all Marvel movies do. All right. And uh, and it was just kind of uh, kind of fell flat, kind of fell flat right there at the end. That I think of is pathos. So much pathos for the bad guy. One of the greatest bad guys in the history of Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because here's a man who's really just trying to get his wife back. And you feel bad for him. Here's an evil guy that, you know, the villain of this film, most of the time, you're actually kind of on his side because he's trying to just get his family back together. And that's so unique and so... What kind of a villain is that? What kind of a villain is that? Why would we want to see... This is the Mandarin we're talking about. If you know anything about the comics, the Mandarin is so evil. He is so powerful and just really uh, malignant. That you can't take that completely out and and turn him into some totally relatable character. Oh, poor guy. He's lived a thousand years and now he's lost his wife. And so, you know, oh, we can understand why he's acting the way that he is. No, no, you don't want to understand why he's acting the way that he is. It's not right. He should be just pure evil and you should feel a sense of satisfaction from seeing him getting taken down. Instead, Marvel robs us of that satisfaction. you want to see... uh pure evil we have that too we have the soul sucking monsters with those that amazing design you know with the mix of uh, chinese mythology with the comic book uh Uh, well they might as well be drones they might as well just be drones these are just cgi random things that suck the soul out of people It sounds like it even sounds bad. You know, it's like it's coming to suck your soul out. You know, it's just it's just there's nothing there's nothing really pleasant about about there. You know, it just sounds weird. Let's talk about Sir Ben Kingsley, okay, and his take. (laughs) <laughs> on Trevor from the that was such a surprise when he shows up uh, he was the bad guy or you know he was the mandarin in Iron Man 3 and he adds so much comic value to this film he is a gem Ben Kingsley how far you fallen Ben Kingsley used to be a legend in his own right sexy beast Gandhi 
And now he's Trevor like you just Slattery. Ga- Gandhi a sexy beast? Uh, or uh, were you just naming Ben Kingsley movies? <laughs> no, oh, there's two okay. movies. Two, oh. two separate movies. Sexy okay. Beast and Gandhi. Though, yes. it can be argued. Um, now he's Trevor Slattery, some, some, some supporting cast member in a Marvel movie. I mean, really, it's a shame. And I feel bad. I feel bad for Ben Kingsley. You know, they really did him dirty. Uh, ben Kingsley uh, brought down to such Let's a level. Let's talk about leveling up. Let's talk about leveling, leveling up the action uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I tried to bring right. this up earlier. You, you know, t- tried to distract me by talking about other things. But really, where this movie kind of lives is on the action spectacle level. The martial arts, the fighting by such legends uh, at, like uh, Tony Leung and Michelle Yeoh. To see Michelle Yeoh again, just uh, in her crouching tiger avatar. Like every action scene in this movie is taken from another movie. The bu- the bus the fu- the bus fight scene is from like a Jackie Chan movie. The the you know the 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 fight scene outside that that the the building I forgot what movie it's from, but yeah. it's from another movie. The only thing that's not from another movie is the third act CGI fight scene, but that's from the other Marvel <laughs> Marvel movies. So basically, what, what do you, you got? have? You got a cute little character with no face who's guiding them through some weird ass forest. And and then you've got you've got, you know, I mean, look, I, you've got Canadian icon Simu Liu, let's be fair. You know, he is Canadian, so I have to give him that. Yeah. And that's it. You know, I, I mean, honestly, this this could have been much better. I feel like uh, the, the, the martial arts movies of the 70s and 60s are where it's at. Uh, these uh, lame uh, attempts to, to capture that energy just fall flat. And with that, we have reached the natural conclusion of this debate. Tell me, Aysam, what did you really think? about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, I really enjoyed this film. Uh, I think it had some really great action set pieces. Uh, I'm interested in seeing these characters uh, on their journey. Uh, I thought it had some pacing issues, especially that third act. I wasn't a massive fan. Uh, But overall, uh, I actually liked it more than I thought I would uh, heading into the cinema. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, I really liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I thought it had a lot of great comedy uh, moments, a lot of great character building. The relationship between, uh, you know, Shang-Chi and uh, uh, I forgot Aquafina's character's name, but but them two together as a kind of like a the buddy-buddy thing going on was really cool. I didn't, some people say something about them, you know, potentially being a, a rom, uh, like yeah. a, a couple, like a romantic couple in the future, but I don't think they should. I think yeah. that they're friends and, and that friendship really comes across very strongly. Yeah. And I like that. I like that you can have a, a pair, a, a, a couple that aren't the same sex that aren't necessarily, oh, they have to be together. No, they're friends and, and it works really well, you know? Um, I, I love the action scenes. The fight scenes were so good leading up to the third act, you know? Um, I like that they kind of traveled the globe and and all sorts of like big things happen because this is the first real film of phase four. So it has to set up a lot of things that are supposed to kind yeah. of take take off from there. And, and and this film does that. It sets up the 10 rings again as, as a major force. It sets up like, uh, uh, you know, other potential members of of uh, the, th- the Thunderbolts, uh, like... Um, What's his name? Uh, the, the 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 giant uh, the giant creature. Uh, Jesus. Uh, what's his name again? Uh, that was fighting uh, uh, Wong um, in the. Uh, 
Abomination. 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 Like abomination, you know, gives him some more character, makes him talk, makes him cool. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, we didn't even mention uh, uh, Shang-Chi's sister oh, yeah. in our she, conversation before, because to be fair, she was very much a B character, yeah. but still she might become more important uh, with time. So I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was really good. I, yeah. I, uh, I, I mostly agree. I think that the action sequences are definitely some of the best that we've seen in any Marvel movie, uh, especially the hand-to-hand con- combat, uh, everything. The bus fight sequence was just so great. The music, by the way, is something we didn't mention, but it really kind of also stands out in the film. I thought the music was just really like kind of propulsive and just gave it kind of a different feel to all the other Marvel uh, films. In terms of, you know, so we have a new kind of a superhero now. Now That's kind of what we're looking at, right? In phase four, who is the new generation of these superheroes? Because a lot of the old ones are gone. And so he's one of the new first new faces that we have seen. Um, I think that as an actor... He is okay. He's not great. Yeah. He's okay. Yeah. As an actor, he's okay, but he does come across as yes. charismatic. And and that does go I do a long way. I think that you know? they um, kind of dropped his character. Like he had a specific character that they set up at the beginning, who's kind of like this fun slacker guy. And then once the movie starts, they just kind of then they it became just more serious. Drop, draw, drop it, drop his character, and he's just like some person for most of it and then right at the end he's back to being that once the adventure's over he's back to being that fun slacker guy and i kind of fun slacker guy that's a good point they had that and actually that ties into something that yeah i I think you're right i think that that could have made the character more interesting and a lot more fun um because you are right he did become more bland once his uh true identity was revealed and then it was just kind of like just a standard like you know, kind of a standard character as, as opposed to having something more interesting about him, which was this kind of like uh, slacker aspect that, that he started with. Also, when the bus fight scene happened, um, I really when the bus fight scene happened, I really would have much I would have wanted to see more shock as to how like from Aquafina, yeah. like what the hell is happening right now? I would have wanted that to go up to like a up yeah. to like an eleven. You know, like, like it was just, it was a moment where everything changes, you know, and, and I really felt like they could have just made that so much more like funny because this, she's just like realizing that he's some kind of, you know, insane martial artist, you know, and she's known him for 10 years. She's just kind of like, okay, now I'm on the plane with you and doing what, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess, you know. Exactly. She just kind of accepts it. And like that, that could have been an opportunity to have a lot of fun, uh, but they didn't do it. And then, you know, uh, once they're in, uh, in, in, uh, where do they go? I guess, was it Hong Kong? Uh, I'm I'm, I'm not sure where the first fight scene was, was, or was was it like a, like an, yeah. Macau oh, was Macau. Yeah, yeah, it was Macau. Yes, sorry. So when they were in Macau, uh, you know, there was a pretty cool uh, sequence over there. Very cool fight scene. I liked the I, I liked the, the 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 guy the 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 fight yeah. organizer who was working with his sister from Daily Show. Uh, uh, who who who's on the Daily Show. He was so funny. 
Um, and I, I enjoyed that, the fight sequence uh, in that, you know. Uh, but then, like, I really like the mystical aspect of it as well. Like, you know, like the whole story of, you know, um, uh, the Mandarin's kind of backstory. I really like the Mandarin's backstory. I like that they took so long to explain, like, all the epic, like, kind of journey that he's been on and through the centuries and and how at one point, you know, he talks to this guy who's clearly an old man and he's like, respect yourself, you know, respect your elders. And that guy looks like he's 100, you know, and he's like, I'm way older than you. So that was fun as well. You know, um, I, I, I felt like, you know, I actually did like that you could relate to his character uh, a lot more. I like it when you could relate to to uh, to the villains uh, when they're not just black and white, when they're not just like, oh, just evil for the sake of being evil. But it is true that in the comic books, the Mandarin is very malicious and very malignant yeah. and really evil. And this guy doesn't come close. He doesn't come close. He's just like, you know, just wants power. OK. And, and then he wants revenge and then he wants his wife back. And OK, fine. You know, but like he's yeah. very likable. <laughs> he's a very likable <laughs> villain. You know, you're it's kind a, of you feel for him, you know, and that's good. But it's not it's totally it's a not like weird the comic thing, right? All, uh, you know, I guess that's you, know, okay. you want because like the forever the complaint about Marvel villains is that they're really one dimensional and they're not very interesting, etc. Right. So when you do something like this, where you're like, okay, I'm going to add like a lot of kind of humanity and pathos and dimensions to this character, you end up with a kind of an opposite problem where now you're kind of, you don't feel I, the protagonist yeah. might be in that much. He yeah, doesn't feel like, he's, feel a like he's a villain. The protagonist yeah. might not be in danger. Like, for example, like all the fight sequences exactly. in the beginning, that first half of the movie are kind of manufactured because he's not even trying to kill them he just wants his family back so he's not trying to kill them right he just but, wants them back yeah yeah so there was no real danger so they're yes, like that's but we we'll have you know? to have a fight sequence and, and, so you guys yeah. fight but really he doesn't want to fight he's just like i want to have dinner with my family no. right like not remotely uh as uh, dangerous as uh you know some of the other villains exactly you know um but uh, but but I really liked uh, I really liked uh, Ben Kingsley's character. I was yeah. so happy when he showed up, and what he brought to the film was just unique. Like he was so funny, and I I couldn't get enough of his character. I couldn't get enough of his little relationship with that little oh, that, that so little cute, cute little thing. like no face uh, creature. The, one of the cutest things I've ever seen <laughs> it was so funny, and how he could <laughs> he could hear it, and other people could not understand what it was saying. And I really like that he got kind of he was able to go to um, yeah, the, 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 yeah. the magical world that they're going to near this magic city that, that you know, I forgot what it was called. But I, I felt like they did him justice and he was kind of able to go and be in a place where, where he could be himself, you know, and yeah. be an actor, you know. Um, he was really funny. Like in the middle of the fight scene, when when the cute little thing thinks he's dead, and it goes up to him, and it's like all sad, and he's like, he's like, hey, listen, I'm just, I'm acting. Just lie down. <laughs> you know? It is so amazing that so, Marvel that really can funny. do this, where they can just take kind of stuff that happened. Like they're at a place now where what could have been a one-off character, they can bring it back and give it like this circle, and then make the Mandarin make more sense and change it around like it's like the amount of like how far they have come in these like 12 13 years it's insane they've rewritten what kind of like i don't think anybody can ever replicate what's happened like it's never happened before and i don't think this thing can happen again and i wonder how much longer they can no keep, it's keep it's it going. 
I don't know. It's well, I mean, as long as Kevin Feige's in charge, then it'll keep going. But I think without yeah. him, it'll fall apart. I mean, that's there's 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 no way that that I think he's the linchpin, you know, and I don't think that there's any any two ways about it, you know. But uh, but yeah, so it was a really great start to Marvel Phase Four. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad it's done so well at the box office. Um, and uh, and I think yeah, I think uh, I you know with my uh, you know how how many? Let me ask you. How many rings uh, of power, <laughs> how many rings would you uh, give uh, Shang-Chi? Like a 7.9. Okay, yeah, yeah, similar to me. I mean, I, I did my super secret uh, breakdown. Uh, I came up with uh, 8.4, wow. which is uh, yeah. really good. Um, and yes, it deserves it for sure. Lots of fun. Uh, and actually, I'm looking forward to, to, to you know, to seeing it again, yeah. to be honest. So, yep. Good times. Thank you for listening to Switch Flicks. If you loved or hated the show, please do rate, subscribe, and leave some comments. Your support is the sucking of our souls. Wow. That's all intense. Yes. <laughs> was, was that too much? No, was that good. too much? <laughs> your, your support is, the, the, is, is our special ring. <laughs> Wait, no, that's worse. That's very different. <laughs>